Okay. This is it. This is three. We're we're back, baby, for the first time. We're back. We're back for the first time. Are you recording? For the yes. Okay. Okay. Can't... Wait. Okay. One, two, three. <laughs> that was it. That was the beginning. Okay. 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 We're okay. here. That was the beginning. Welcome. This we're is back. this is real nightmares, guys. We're doing yes, it. Yes, it is. It is. I am Kelly Gregory, and this is my brother. Hi, Blake Newman. <laughs> I thought you were going to introduce me to everybody, but that's okay. Oh, I, okay. I'll do it myself. Hi. I'm I thought Blake you were Newman a big boy. With my sister, Kelly Gregory. And. Yes. Kelly, tell me what you're excited about today. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm excited about diving one. into a. Yeah, episode one, we're here together, we're back. For the first um, time. For the first time. <laughs> we're back. Um, this, <laughs> this is not going to be a short podcast, Blake. Um, I... We said it was going to be, but... <laughs> I don't think so. As we are here talking at this moment, I'm realizing uh, this could be, you know definitely longer than the half an hour that we thought it was going to be right but um, for for good reason though because we want to you know we really want to plumb the philosophical depths of this movie right like, right right, so right. there are layers there's a lot going on as everyone is uh mm-hmm. about to hear um yeah and hopefully no so I, I hope yeah i hope you uh well, wait a minute. Should we talk a little bit about the like the show, like what we're doing yeah, here? Yeah, like who? Yeah, what what are we doing here? I, Those are the big what questions. Is this? What am I looking at? What is life? So, um, we were reminiscing about our childhood, and uh, it quickly, you know, came into this conversation about like the movies that really stuck with us in. <laughs> Uh, more of a traumatizing way than like a positive influence in our life. But um, Blake and I are really into horror films, and yes. um, we thought that maybe the basis of this love of horror films actually comes out of children's movies from the early 2000s, 90s mm. that were maybe a little much <laughs> for. <laughs> I think for uh, yeah. age group. I think that's the best um, way to to yeah, to yeah explain those movies. So um animators and writers who were just like, you know what, I'm gonna put my own deepest fears into this <laughs> children's movie and we had to bear that. You know, they- we had to bear them the memories and the and the nightmares. They're in the animation studio films. going like how can we it's really like how many kids can we mess up the most that's what we're exactly. this is what we're looking for generational um, trauma really is yeah. what we're looking at yeah i'm I, so, this is i'm super excited for this i've been told yeah uh i've been told by more than one partner that i have a uh ridiculous knowledge of uh movies and quotes <laughs> And I love talking about movies, and I love my sister. So this is going to be this is going to be a good time. Oh my I goodness. like this. You you sound actually qualified for this. I think my qualification is like 
wow, you talk a lot. So <laughs> oh, that's my. your qualification. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> that's my qualification. Perfect. So um, we are diving in with our very first one. We thought to hit it right out of the park, maybe the central park. Uh, we're back, a dinosaur story from 1993. No, this movie was not a fever dream, not even a fever nightmare. Although the reviews that I read were like, oh my goodness, I thought I made this up. No, you did not make this up. This is a real film. Uh, anything that you want to say to to introduce this film, Blake? I No, I think, well, I, I guess... We should explain that, you know, when we decided to do this, Kelly and I were going to go back and watch this in full. Yes, um, yes. Do a little research about did. it. And uh -huh. uh, I was lucky to go. I went to the thrift store and I found it on VHS. So I, yes. it was like the, uh, I got to watch it in the crappiest quality available. Um, so I'm, I was really How excited. Was how it was meant to be viewed yes like, yes it was meant to be viewed like you can Hi. really uh like the pops and the the fuzzies mm. it just makes it like uh -huh. it's so much it's really warm you know it just mm. makes it so mm. much warmer uh mm -hmm. but and this story needs a lot of warmth <laughs> I, I, we'll take I, what we can get did i have a fun time uh watching it no it was it was i mean there's there's i shouldn't say that it was just it's crazy <laughs> we'll get into it it but, is uh, it is it's, crazy it's a little wild um I, yeah where do you wanna... i read a review yeah yeah, yeah. i read yeah. a review of a guy who said he took shrooms and then rewatched oh. this and i was like <laughs> wow that is a bold choice as i said most people already thought that this movie was a fever dream oh. a a an acid induced hallucination hallucination so this movie is 30 years old it was uh released the same year that jurassic park was released and was kind of meant to be like the kid version of jurassic park but i'm like i don't know if i would i would i think i would rather have my seven-year-old actually watch jurassic park than this film i As, i think it's on it's on the it's on par like the two i it's pretty like close traumatizing yeah there's scenes. a lot going on uh in both but, movies yeah but what we're back does is it's a 72 minute runtime so it packs all that horror and terror into a it's a tight film man it is like if you nap y you'll miss it you know yeah 72 so, minutes it's like that's an hour and 11 minutes that's nothing right um yeah yeah, yeah. but uh yeah do you want to go over should we talk about the cast first for sure um it was directed i mean before the cast it was yeah, directed yeah. by Dick Zondig, which fake name, <laughs> and Ralph Zondig, <laughs> Phil Nebelink, and Simon Wells. Okay, so already we're starting off a little rough. Yeah, so uh, four, based people, off of it, four people are listed as the director. So yes, obviously, yes. with four directors looking at this film, it's going to be four mm. times better than any film with like Obvious. one director. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Um, and you will probably hear those wild names uh, as they are the 
kind of puppeteers of our mm. childhood trauma, I think. Uh, they also, some of these men also worked on other projects like All Dogs Go to Heaven, The Land Before Our Time, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, a personal terror of mine mm -hmm. was Who Framed Roger Rabbit, mm -hmm. and Fievel Goes West. They also worked on a couple of other ones that are equally, if not more, traumatic mm -hmm. um and it is it is a book based off of a book uh called we're back it's by the same name so the cast is absolutely stacked lost on me as a child i did not realize it at all what? but we've got the main <laughs> what you weren't <laughs> a like... big walter cronkite fan when you were a kid <laughs> when you were like two i was like hey it's the guy from the news we also like grew up old overseas so mm, like yeah. none of these people would have been like it, they weren't relevant to us anyway no they were not known figures so we to got, us at all no we were yeah <laughs> we got john goodman as rex we love john goodman mm -hmm. uh, another millennial favorite of his was the live action flintstones movie <laughs> love that one uh, we got oh, go go for it no it's it, well and then uh, I don't know if it, I don't know if it's a new generation, but then John Goodman as uh, as Sully in Monsters Inc. Oh, right? yeah, totally, really, totally. I think this, from what I could tell, We're Back was kind of John Goodman's entrance into voice mm. acting, and he does a really good job. He he yeah. he's great. I love him in this. Yeah, he's got that big, you know heavy voice that can really be a t-rex you know yeah. he's kind of the voice that you would think a t-rex would be right you got yeah. jay leno as the alien vorb okay again we didn't know who Great. jay leno is and yes. if we did we didn't care yeah right Walter I, well, I, I found out about it as re-watching it and i don't yes. i still don't care <laughs> still don't care yeah. moving on uh walter cronkite as captain new eyes and then my favorite surprise was Julia Child as Dr. Bleeb, and her cute little voice was just so <laughs> darling to hear as this, like, minuscule little museum director. Just, oh, so cute. Uh, Yardley Smith as Cecilia, as we know as the voice of uh, Lisa Simpson from The Simpsons. Um, and it did take me half of those 72 minutes to figure out that it was Lisa Simpson. <laughs> I was like, I know this voice. I know this voice. Um, the best character, in my opinion, Martin Short as Stubbs oh, yeah. the Clown. The yes. much needed uh, comedy break. Comedic relief. What do they call it? Comedic relief. Yeah. <laughs> comedy. Comedy break. Comedy. <laughs> I am podcast. Comedy, comedy guy. break. He's done, you know, he's done a couple, uh, as, I forget the name, the robot from, uh, Treasure Planet, he, that is also oh, voiced by ben. Martin Short, I, I'm sure ben. there's others that I'm forgetting, but, like, He's as, also in, um, Prince of Egypt, as one of the priests, with oh, yeah. his buddy, yes. uh, Steve Martin, yeah. um, which no. I think one, I think Simon Wells, one of these directors, he also did Prince of Egypt. That would make um, total so. sense. Yeah. But, but you know. Stubbs the Clown is like the he's my favorite part of this movie. Well yeah, we'll get I in, agree. We'll get into the yeah. we'll get into his part. He, but it's like he's great. He definitely yeah, he definitely is <clears throat> the um in the balance of laughter and 
crying. He is the much needed balance <laughs> of laughter. You know what I'm talking about. He is. Um, so, uh, what? Who's the Who's the poet that leads? Uh, who's the guy that leads the poet through like Dante's Inferno? Oh yeah, yeah, Mar- that's. Mar- oh yeah, I totally know what you mean though. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. like the classic. Right. Dante's Inferno. Stubbs the clowns. Uh, Stubbs the clown is the guy that's going to lead us through the seven hell, like the seven hells yeah. of this movie. And he's great. Of he's the, great. the circus, <laughs> exactly. We've got Kenneth Mars as Professor Screw Eyes, who I didn't really know, but he is the voice of Grandpa Longneck from the uh, Land Before Time series. So again, friend of the pod. Uh, of childhood trauma is uh, Land Before Time, for yeah. sure. Um, and then Ray Perlman as Mother Bluebird. It's a small part, but, you know, she's best known for uh, her role in Cheers as Carla. Oh, but I wanted to go back and say mm. that uh, Kenneth Mars is Professor Screw-Eyes, but they were originally wanting John Malkovich, which would have been... I mean, I love John Malkovich, so I would have been all in, but I thought that was so funny. If there was um, and that if would there was so anything great. that was going if there was anything that was going to make uh Professor Screw like this movie any scarier and traumatic, it would yeah. be getting John yes. Malkovich. So yes. I guess we're he's thankful got, that he did it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, he's got that very aggressive kind oh. of biting voice yes. that I think would have been truly terrifying. So, I was thinking we could just kind of run through the plot. Uh, I would like to say quickly, but I am... There's a lot going on in this plot, in this (laughs) 72-minute plot. Uh, So, it starts off with this bluebird. His name is Buster, and he's kind of getting, like, beat up. Spoilers ahead, by the way, (gasps) everybody. Spoilers. Fast forward if you don't want to get something thirty years old spoiled. <laughs> we had enough time. Okay, sorry. Yeah, continue. Seriously, here we go. Wait, spoil. Oh, that that was your warning. I that see. was my warning. Also, tri- whereas like we're getting into the warning. plot of yeah, if you really maybe we should do a trigger warning. There is I- drug use, uh, <laughs> excessive excessive hot dog eating. Uh, um, I'm sure somebody was called a name, name uh, calling at at the circuit at the circus. There's there's uh, something kind of naughty at the circus. There was Ooh, a, booth. a little bit of naughty, naughty. <laughs> there was a booth in the background. Oh, we'll get to the circuit. This will oh. make sense if you haven't watched the <gasps> oh, but you should. Oh, I I saw that. I yeah. Okay. Okay. That. Okay. We'll, we'll yeah, get let's get to that we'll point, and we'll, we can it. talk we'll about that. Yeah. Spoilers, cover your ears. Okay, so there's this bluebird. His name is Buster, and he runs into a T-Rex in Central Park who is playing golf. Um, And for some reason, this dino starts reminiscing about his past, and he's like, oh, yeah, I used to be a real, you know, what does he say? Like, a real mean guy. And he's like, (sighs) I don't even know what he says. But we jump back to, like, I'm assuming the Jurassic era or the Mesozoic period. I, somebody, some paleontologist is screaming at this movie going, those oh, yeah. dinosaurs didn't live together. Anyway, it doesn't matter. 
they it's he's he's pulling his eyes out right and replacing them with screws <laughs> that's how it happens oh. that's how it happens okay so there's a bunch of dinos and then out from the sky comes this uh this spaceship and i don't know if you felt the same way but the spaceship was very like close encounters of the third kind for me yeah and like I think, it had that kind of vibe yeah and it was i i believe the front of it is also kind of a throwback to disney's Twenty Thousand leagues under the sea there's some yes, weird pointy prow very thing. much that um, yeah very but, atlantis too yeah oh yeah i you know I'll probably come a lot, come up a lot, but the fact Excuse that me. like I, <laughs> it's not that kind of podcast. This will come up a lot. Oh, growing up with animated films, my two of my favorites are Treasure Planet and oh, uh, and Atlantis. So oh. this this spaceship coming Heavens down above. was yes. like pretty sweet. Yes. It was really cool. Yes, I can see why you are coming a lot, uh, because those are great films. <laughs> so cool. Just, so uh, cool. Steampunk makes yes. me get really excited. <laughs> just, just gets me excited. Gets me going. Okay, so there's this alien spaceship with this weird Vorb thing, and Captain New Eyes is this kind of like old grandpa guy. Comes and gives them all cereal called Brain Grain, and it turns them into like these cute, cuddly, like cartoony versions of a dinosaur so they can talk they they have this new life now right they have like a consciousness he, and they're like singing and they're they're friends now it's i'm very confused about captain new eyes cereal and how that comes up but i think this is my theory i think this mm -hmm. movie is really pushing like breakfast you know like wholesome american values <laughs> eat your breakfast that's uh totally don't what, take yeah. drugs right yeah uh, and we'll get into that later eat cereal don't do uh, drugs uh-huh yeah yeah so there are three other dinos um and <laughs> i'm not a 12 year old boy so i don't know what one of them is but the other is a pterodactyl, and then there's a triceratops. And then the third one is, like, that duck-billed thing. <clears throat> and they're named Dweeb, Elsa, and Woog. <laughs> the triceratops' name is Woog. He, his, he's big, and his uh, chubby uh, cheeks, the, all of his, mm. how would you describe this? Uh, all of his cartoonish flesh uh yeah. moves around in a very i like it it was very it was very cute like so what you're saying is his name is an automatopoeia for just his vibe uh his the <laughs> his name is the sound that his belly makes as he's oh, okay. like laying eating down on his side dogs. after yeah after uh -huh. eating six dozen hot dogs Whoa. yes yeah Woog. So they're all eating hot dogs, and Wook says the line, son of a gunosaur, and <laughs> that's my new favorite phrase. That's I'm getting that tattooed. <laughs> son of a gunosaur. So Captain New Eyes shows them that he has this, like, wish radio, and apparently most of the kids 
greatest wish is to meet a dino and he's like i have the power of listening to everybody's thoughts a and b traveling in time c mind control with cereal yep and i'm choosing this this is my goal in life dinosaurs not the kids who are like i wish my dad loved me i wish my i wish my dad would come back from the getting milk at the store yeah exactly or like i wish my cancer was gone or something he's like (laughs) dinosaurs that's what these little brats need is dinosaurs so he's like hey you want to come to new york city and meet all these kids in a museum they're gonna love it it's gonna grant all these wishes and the dinos are like bet let's do it and then like oh (laughs) my dog is drinking water so if you can hear that in the background i apologize and then he's just like oh by the by i have this brother he's insane because he lost his eye and then he's like see ya and dumps him in the hudson like it's just like that like boom bam boom and he's like like, dumps him he he kicks him out of his he kicks him (laughs) out of his ship which is even worse uh he does his flying time traveling spaceship yeah it's it it was i was i was watching it and i was like what is this what is this guy doing this professor new eyes because he's like here let me curse these dinosaurs with the chaotic with uh let me curse these dinosaurs with sentience and uh and then i'm just gonna dump them into new york um yeah and oh by the way watch out for my brother (laughs) yeah he so casually says he's insane because he lost his eye and you're like i bet there's a backstory there do we get it (laughs) no no we do not no we do not so they land on this oh by the way yes like his name is New Eyes, and his brother's name is Screw Eyes. Yeah. Do we just, like, pick our most prominent feature and, like, rename ourselves? Like, what's <laughs> your name, if that's the case? Because... I... Or maybe it's, like, a family thing. Yeah. You know how big families all now, have, like, Jessica, yeah. Jaden, Jordan. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so maybe their brother... Uh, They're like, pick a feature, and... It, we're just going to describe it. He, his, their brother uh, has pink eye all the time. So he's pink eyes. Stop peeing and touching your eye. <laughs> and then it gets infected regularly. You deserve that name. They couldn't exactly. decide between pink eyes or goo eyes. Yeah, goo eyes. new yeah. eyes. Yeah. Is okay, great. cool, cool, it's cool. very cute. Okay. So from now on, my name is Perfect Tits. So... Um, <laughs> Let's just roll with that. All right. <laughs> I'm going to have to call my sisters and see what kind of uh, adjective they would like to describe I, their that. tits as. I'm, I, 100%, I'm sure they would They would say that. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So now we're just, there's just three of us named the same thing. Great. Um, all right, cool, cool. So they're in the Hudson. And sorry if you just heard my dog eat. I hope that wasn't too loud. She always chooses the perfect time. Um, They meet this runaway who's making an egg sandwich on a raft. And like my husband and I turn to each other and we're like, 
where where's he getting the energy for that like does he have a generator <laughs> on the raft like don't what's he got it. there like is it a propane thing i don't know so his name is louis and louis um wants more than anything his wish is to have a friend he wishes he had a friend he's a runaway and he's going to the circus obviously <clears throat> it's the nine it's the 90s what else he gonna do um okay so the dinos and louis uh gets tangled up in new york city and they end up meeting this girl named cecilia um whose mother's and father doesn't really care about her they so she like there's nobody in her high-rise apartment like oh, yeah. it's a kid Zero. there it's I not like she's got like a maid or an au pair there uh which is like great okay fine um, her parents don't love her. She is literally alone, uh, playing mm -hmm. on a balcony of like a high rise, the balcony of a high rise apartment. So yeah, at least the fortieth floor alone. Right. She's like nine. So right. And remember, Cecilia classic. is uh, Yardley Smith, also voiced Lisa right. Simpson. So this whole time yes. I was watching it, I was, I I don't know if I said this, but I was waiting for her to like launch into some tirade about feminism. Oh and yeah, totally. I, I was I was just waiting for that. So um Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's she's a cute, you know, cute Yeah, she's a cute character. Blonde, you know, blonde hair, blue eyed, little white girl named Cecilia. Yeah. Really cute. Yeah, with yeah, very prim and proper. Mm -hmm. And Louis kind of like this, you know, trampy kinda whatever. He greets her by going, Hey babe. <laughs> and I was like the riz on this 12 year old <laughs> no 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 no. he says hey incredible. babe after jumping off of a pterodactyl oh right a pterodactyl yeah That's they true. like so you like, know they like power slide into this uh into like they power slide into this balcony yes and then he's like oh hey babe hey babe it's <laughs> the smoothest line i mean if i was cecilia i would be done but cecilia does this look to louis and i and i I hope you can remember this part too. She like Who looks forget? at her him. Uh-huh. And it's like very like Nala bedroom eyes kind of thing. And when I was an 11-year-old-ish innocent young thing, um I remember trying to make my eyes look like her. Are she you does serious? like this look. And I'm like, I remember looking in the mirror and being like, I wish I could look at somebody like Cecilia looked at Louis. I was like, that is the greatest love story of all time. So that's that was one of my key memories from this. So meanwhile, there is a woman from the museum that these, <laughs> these uh, dinosaurs are supposed to rendezvous with. And her name is Dr. Bleeb. And she is voiced by the great Julia Childs. Mm. And it is just, her little voice is just darling. She's like, we will rendezvous. We will rendezvous. And I'm like, all right, girl. Surprise, um, so there's she's no looking. There's no rendezvousing. Yeah. And then I was like, they get caught up in this Macy Day parade. And I was like, is We're Back secretly a Thanksgiving movie? I can see, it's okay. Happening. Yeah. So it's like. You, yeah, okay, here's what you do. You watch Nightmare Before Christmas for Halloween. You watch We're Back yes. for Thanksgiving. Yes. Christmas rolls around, 
Nightmare Before Nightmare Christmas. Nightmare Before again. Christmas. Just a little, just a, a sweet little sandwich just a little, right there. Just a little 72-minute meat yep. in yep. the middle. Perfect. Exactly. Yeah. No, that one's so, fun. Like, Rex, totally Ferris oh. Bueller's this thing. Oh, oh he really does. on a float. Um, I don't know if you were going to talk about this later, but they, you know, the quote-unquote official recording of this song that he does in the parade that plays at the end in the credits little richard <clears throat> that's no way yeah it's little richard that that sings oh the song oh my gosh so roll back the rock still a banger it's still pretty good it is very good i like it um don't think about the lyrics too much they don't really make sense no but uh no. the great uh the great film critic roger ebert had something to say about this this particular song. He said, there is, after a long time, a song and dance number called Roll Back the Rock, which is the first song I've heard in a <clears throat> long time that I am sure I could personally have written and performed better. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> All right. With no job. I like, I don't know. <laughs> He's I, like, the fact so Roger Ebert is notorious. He's known notoriously uh, to be a lot more forgiving with film mm. reviews than some of his peers. Mm. So uh, you know that this is a great movie and a great song if he's if he's of got course. those those scathing words yeah. for it. I mean, I've never seen him in a Macy's Day Parade before, no. so no. Um, I think Rex has a one up on him. It was, it was so. Yeah, it, it's a classic scene. And if any kid is remembering this movie in a positive light, I think they remember this particular scene. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, this is definitely, like, one of the three or four scenes that I could remember from my childhood. Yeah, yeah, so definitely. So they're in the parade. They're having just a blast. And everybody's like, oh, they're robots. And then at the end, they realize that the, do the dinos are real. And then everybody starts running. They get separated. Cecilia and Louie are like, we're going to the, the circus and in the park and meet us there. And they go to the circus and it is like suddenly like midnight and all the trees are super scary. And like I've been to Central Park and I'm yeah. just like, dog, this is this is creepy, man. Um, it gets, it's very. It gets dark real quick. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a light switch. Yeah. It's like. Okay, that was a fun song and dance. Now get ready well, for terror. Not not even just the song and dance because like once the humans start freaking out, that's even more fun because you've got helicopters chasing a pterodactyl and yes. Luke is riding a motorcycle to get away from the cops oh, and yes. freaking Rex uh like <gasps> he he rides a truck like a pickup truck like it's a skateboard. And is yeah. shredding on, like, that was probably the most fun part for me watching Super this fun. now as an adult. I was like, that was pretty sweet. That was really cool. So, because they, yeah. they're trying to get, they're trying to get away from the NYPD. Uh, the cops. The cops. Oh, God, the cops. I love how the, the cops pull up to four dinosaurs I, and are like, you're under arrest. And I'm like, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I know you can do a lot, but this is not one of those things that you can this do, I believe. <laughs> stand, stand down. 
stand down exactly um yeah i thought that was hilarious and then also like how many kids do you think got injured after trying to like use their toy truck as a skateboard after this film oh just bash out your front, <laughs> front teeth <Yeah. laughs> they're like no 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 i saw it in a film i yeah a, so like a that dinosaur part, did it yeah so like it's the song and dance then the the chase scene which is really fun and then yeah, super fun. the nightmare begins. Oh yeah. And then it's like <laughs> full nightmare. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's like a trip gone real wrong real quick. Yeah, cuz so, they're walking cuz they're walking up to yeah. the they're walking deeper into the haunted woods <laughs> that is Central Park. <laughs> walking in to find the circus, they run into some terrifying punks and then uh, like a bunch of just like lurching carnies that are that are like this is it's 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 pretty terrifying um for me you know talking about my love of horror i rewatching this i think this is where some of it came from because something <laughs> something was awoken <laughs> this this demon circus I, I watch it now as an adult. It's terrifying as a kid. And then I watch it now as an adult and I'm like, oh shit, I wanna go I wanna go and like see that. <laughs> I wanna I wanna run a demon circus. I I just wanna go. It looked it looks so I, cool. Um Yeah, because it so this is they get there and the whole point is that they've been wanting to run away to the circus. Like that's been their thing. So okay, they get to the circus. Go go ahead. Sorry. Oh, yeah, you're fine. No, that was great. Uh, and then uh, they quickly sign a contract that has nothing on it. It's just this big old blank piece of paper. And Screw Eyes is like, you want to be join the circus? Here you go, buddy. Wait, not in pen. In your blood. He pokes their finger. He signs his name in Louie. Cecilia's like, in for a penny, in for a pound. I'm with you all the way, babe. <laughs> signs her name, too. And then all these words <clears throat> appear, and I'm sitting there watching this with my nope. lawyer contract husband, and he's like, that contract wouldn't be enforceable at all. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, go take I that like, up with screw-wise. I know, I was like, um, Rob, this movie started with dinos eating cereal. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you if, the if, if the blood contract is the thing that you're hung up about... <laughs> I, yeah. you're you're glossing over he's, a lot he's over there with the paleontologists carving out his eyes yes exactly the, uh, he contract lawyers your your husband is now blind because he was like yeah louie cecilia yeah yeah i'm perfect it's he's no eyes so <laughs> that's the sound of eyes <laughs> being ripped out thank you i was wondering um so screw eyes has this this glowing green pill and he's like this is brain drain and it apparently turns you into monkeys if you're a human and like into your primal evil state if yeah. you're a cartoon dino um and it is just you know like we were talking about before these good american values of uh, brain grain is like a serious a fortified fortified cereal with all your vitamin d's and all that yeah. good stuff and brain drain is like pills they look like drugs 
like a medicine. It so lo- Cecilian well, it looks like acetaminophen. That's all it is. That's exactly, like, it does look like acetaminophen. It looks like yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks like irradiated acetaminophen. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, this guy, Screwwise, was just like, my brother's working on this cereal. How can I screw <laughs> this up? How? What can I do? Oh, I didn't even do that. Oh, oh man, you're just wow. not good. It's your qualifications. Is, I think this is going great. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start. Take a moment and congratulate ourselves Look, for making it this. Congratulate this is, yourself, listener. Yeah, for you making made it this, this far. far. And, so, you know, the point in the movie where we're at right now, if you watch the movie, congratulate yourself for getting to that part. I uh, mean, it's only like 30 minutes in. So, uh, yeah, super intense. Cecilia and Louis <clears throat> take the pills, but you don't actually see them taking it, which I thought was a very specific you know like a very like a move of the animators they're like you don't see them take the 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 drugs so like their dare Um, officer in the studio was like don't 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 show them taking the drugs taking the drugs they turn into yeah yeah they turn into monkeys and then the dinos come in and they're like oh no screw eyes that's that crazy ass guy that i we were briefly warned about um and Screw Eyes reveals his, you guessed it, fear radio. So, uh, and the <laughs> he turns on this fear radio, just, and I'm Kelly like, Kelly okay. just rolled her eyes so hard. <clears throat> yeah, so it's because Screw Eyes has the wish radio, and uh-huh. Screw Eyes has the fear radio, mm-hmm. and a brain drain, and a brain green. It's Wow, the, 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 the yin and the yang of this of this, this film. This plot was conceived and written in less than seventy-two minutes. <laughs> Dude, it is a gerbil. It is uh, a fruit yeah. salad gerbil of a and of a all story. All of the conversations at the end of the conversation, I'm like, what? What did they just say? What just happened? Yeah. What just yeah, yeah, happened? Yeah. Okay, so he turns on this fear radio and see if you think the same thing. I thought it looked a lot like. Um, all these like little ghosty kids started flowing out of it like a ghost river and I, mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. immediately reminded of Hercules when oh, totally. uh, Meg's yeah. Meg's soul gets stuck in the swirly pool and yeah. Hades yeah yeah so definitely that vibe and of course every kid's fear is I'm afraid of monsters I'm afraid of monsters not like I'm afraid of my dad hitting me again I'm afraid <laughs> of dying of cancer nothing like that I've <laughs> afraid of monsters in the closet. Kids have no real fears to deal no, with. <laughs> none. Uh, it's just it's just monsters. Yeah, it's just uh... monsters. <laughs> yeah, it's not all uh, you know. Daddy's yeah. Daddy's coming home and he smells. He's he's got that mm. weird smell on him. God. That that beer smell. Uh, I'm yeah. scared. Not that. I'm scared. It's not just that. monsters. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So um, he is like, do you see? We need to get, if you become monsters, I, this is where I lose the plot a little bit. He's like, what? you need to become monsters in my, so he tells the dinos, you need to become monsters in my circus and I'll let the kids go, right? Yeah, he's using the kids okay. as like 
uh, like a gambit, I think is the right word. Yeah. Where he's like, oh, yeah. they they had this contract, so they're going to be, mm-hmm. uh, they're, that's when he turns them into monkeys. Because he's like, oh, I'm going to put yeah. them in my show as, you know, as a couple of sideshow, uh, you know, like a sideshow bit. Yeah. But, and the dinosaur's like, oh, no. And he says, well, you can, well, I'll let him go. I'll rip up the contract and let him go yes. if you join my show. If- Mm-hmm. And so uh, they love the kids, so they they agree to that. Um, mm. And then I believe the kids wake up the next day and as Stubbs, humans again, as humans again. And Stubbs the clown is like they they're like Stubbs, show us where our our dino buddies are, and we see that they have become their their former selves. Uh, their their former scary, dumb scary selves, <laughs> scary dumb dumb, dumb. idiot. <laughs> oh, so dumb, so uh, dumb, so dumb. Um, Very scary. Wait, hold on. Pause and be kind. Rewind because Screw Eyes shows his circus, and yeah. there are a couple of things that I want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I think I know what you want to talk about. He shows kind of like, and it reminded me of like Beetlejuice, when Beetlejuice was like in mm. that that house with all the like arrows pointing to it and the lights, and it was like, it was basically a brothel. Oh, Remember yeah. In yeah, Dante's Inferno, I think is the name of mm-hmm. the club, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, oh my gosh, he's back. Full circle. Dante. Full circle. Um, so it kind of looks like that. There's like lights and arrows and stuff. And there are two places. The first is called Hell's a Poppin'. Oh, Did you I catch that? I didn't catch that. He's like, the kids are going to stay here in Hell's a Poppin'. And I was like, is this a Hold booth? On. Or is this a booth or a tent or like. I think maybe it's where his little monkeys go, is in Hell's a Poppin'. Okay. And, um,. That was weird. And then there was another place called what was it called? Like Naughty I'm lo- Boys? I'm looking at I'm looking at my notes. And He's got it was his called, his snow. It was called Naughty Boys Delight. Oh. oh. And I was like, oh, okay. But but hold on. This is a fear circus. Correct. So what kind of things you know what? Do we even want to go there? What kind I of things that are fear based? In Naughty, Naughty Boy's Delight. Okay. This is my... Um, this is my circus. Oh, no. Naughty Boy's He's... Delight. Blake there is, is nothing... getting into Screw Eye's mind. There's nothing that I can think of that is not, like... Uh, like, mildly, like... Like, bondage. Like, bondage-driven. Yeah, I was thinking a uh... little bondage-driven. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think that I don't think it's for kids. I don't think this. <clears throat> I think that would track because I don't think this circus is for kids. I don't think you see any. Yes. <clears throat> excuse me. I don't think you see any kids Children. in the crowd when it sh- when in they the show crowd. that. Um, mm-hmm. But naughty, yeah, I saw that and I had to pause it. I was like, naughty boys delight. Yeah. Huh? You take a little. You you clutch your pearls a little bit and you're like, oh my. My goodness. <laughs> um, so they wake up the next morning, these kids, and they're human again, and they realize that their dino friends have been turned back into their more realistic cartoony versions of themselves. Yeah. Um, 
they're mindless <clears throat> monsters. They're what a dinosaur really is, right? right? Just stomping around, roaring and stuff. Right. Exactly. We are introduced to the character Stubbs the Clown by the one and only Martin Shorts. Um, absolutely hilarious. And it's we so need good. a pick me up by this point. Yes. I think, yeah, we I think Zorb or whatever, the flying, the, the weird flying alien thing at the Zorb? beginning, voiced I by Jay know. Leno, I think they're like trying to, that's, they're trying to have him be Listen. a like comedic relief, but Stubbs, Stubbs is hilarious. Work. Like I said, he was in Treasure Planet, which is one of my favorites. Um, and yeah, he's, <clears throat> he's, he's really, really funny in this one. He is, um, he is genuinely funny. And, um, and he's laughing. the one, and he's the one that is saying, oh, "Okay, we're gonna go to the show tonight, and we're gonna sneak you in, uh, mm. and we're going to uh, save your dino friends." Right? Yeah, we're gonna save okay. your dino friends. Yeah, exactly. And Stubbs is kind mm. of an interesting character, and see if you agree, he's got like a little bit of like Stockholm syndrome. Like he really can't leave Screw Eyes. He's like, every day I try to make him laugh, oh, but no. he just doesn't laugh. And I'm like, Stubbs, just leave. You're in this just abusive leave. relationship. Just leave. He's never going to change. He, I don't even know how he got to this circus. Like, Well, he, he, I don't even know. Yeah, he goes like, I used to be in a real circus. And I was like, well, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> this looks pretty real. I, I'm like, I missed that. Like I missed that part. Because I, yeah. I had the same idea that you did, where he's just like this, like a like victim of abuse, and he's like, yeah. "I wish I could make him laugh." Have to make I him just... laugh. I gotta make him laugh. And I'm like, "That's not his kink, man." Yeah, he's <laughs> like, he's, <laughs> he's not. He's, like, he's just not that into you, Stubbs. He's just not that into you, Stubbs. So, um, yeah. So Screw Eyes is like, people come here to be scared, and so all these people start coming in at night. And uh, the circus starts, and they're all there to be scared. And like people are screaming, and their hair is like falling out. Oh and yeah, their their socks are like dropping, or like like physical things are happening, irreversible. I, well, because it's the demon parade. I think that's what yeah. it's called. They're in the big top, it's, and he's like, "Let the demon parade commence, commence." And I'm like. They're on a pentagram. <laughs> Did you notice that? The floor is like oh, no. a full-on pentagram. And this, like, their sound and light guy is just, like, having the time of his life. He oh, is yeah, just, he's like, going, in the zone, flipping is, the switches. It's, yeah, he's in it. But, like, again, I would go to this. Like, in oh, a heartbeat. Totally. Now, I would as, love this. As an adult. Yeah. This is so cool. Um, yeah. So there's yeah, lasers was, and smoke oh, yeah. and demons and people flying with haunted elephants like oh, yeah. all of it's that. a grand old time yeah. yeah it's he's got showmanship you, like yeah. say what you want about yeah. screw eyes uh he's got showmanship so um so screw eyes brings out the dinosaurs and they are in this really cool like laser pyramid i don't even know yeah. i was like it was like the that beginning. Is quite it was like reveal. it was like the beginning of like, like Tron, or like a Daft Punk yes. concert is like yes, exactly. This, like yeah, it's like a laser yeah. cage that these dinosaurs exactly. are in. Yeah, 
And they are roaring and stomping and being very ferocious. And, and like, the crowd is, like, up in the nosebleeds. They have, like, escaped to the outermost limits of the... Because they're so afraid. They're, like, most of the chairs are empty. And we have been shown that screw eyes can, like, hypnotize people with his magical screw. Screw that is eye? is in his socket um his, his screw eye his screw eye um oh i see it's oh, um, yeah right you getting it i see it now um he tries to control rex and he's like take a step and rex takes a step but then like a crow who just loved to just like screw around I, with screw yeah. eyes oh my gosh i gotta stop it with those there's um <laughs> these crows that just hang around the circus they just <clears throat> freaking hate screw eyes they press the lights the lights go crazy rex is no longer under screw eyes control and is stomping around picks up screw eyes and is going to eat him okay that's another this part, is where that's another part where yeah the, paleo the paleontologist if he hadn't dug out his eyeballs mm. yet yeah uh having a t-rex use his yeah. puny arms to lift up a man to lift up a man exactly uh, that's where probably the other eyeball gets dug out where the paleontologist exactly. is like ah! yeah now it's really screw eyes yeah or yeah. i mean <clears throat> nails or uh washers whatever uh, nuts bolts whatever you want to stick in your little eye socket <laughs> i guess um, Louie runs up crying to Rex and is just like, no, put him down, put him down, he's a friend, I don't want you to be this big meanie, I know you try to be tough, but you need to be kind, and I'm like, oh, we're really just slathering on the morals here. Yeah, um, I, I thought it was, I, I thought it was good. Yeah. I thought no, it, it's a it's like, a cute. It's a, it's a very cute, poignant part of the movie, mm -hmm, but then. For sure. But then Cecilia's off to the side uh, and kind of like praying. Praying? <laughs> and she keeps on saying, let no bad happen. And I let thought that no was the, bad happen. I thought that was the Worse. weirdest phrasing. And I was like, that was the that was such a weird I mean, this whole movie, right? But uh I just mm. thought the way she phrased that just was yeah, like I thought that was really so weird. Too. weird. It was very let odd. no bad happen. And apparently that gets Picked up on, anyway, picks oh, up, picked up on radio. the wish radio, the wish radio. <laughs> and that's um, the way the cookie and comes. Oh my gosh. I know, that's he him. Says, no, 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 no. But like, new eyes <laughs> in the movie, he's just like, that's the way it is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're, we're, not, at, we're not at that okay, part okay, yet. Okay, we're not there. So I'm Cecilia's so chanting, sorry. like, let no bad right. happen. Sorry, and then, sorry, spoilers, spoilers. Uh, it, and then Rex... Uh, his features. The melt. hug of a child. Oh! The hug of a child. Let his, the children's yes. laughter remind <laughs> us of how we used to be. How we used to be. Yeah, so his, his his scary features melt into the cartoony, the bubbly, Rex. soft. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, and then. He loses all detail, <laughs> is what really happens. Right. Right. What He's happens got like is, all these. Right. The animation team <laughs> takes a break at that point. Takes a break. Yeah. And he's good again. He's and great. then they hug a like 
a raging pterodactyl, same thing. She chills out. Mm -hmm. Hug a raging duck build whatever. Whatever. And the Triceratops. I'm like, I would not get close to any of those guys while they're like thrashing around. Mm -hmm. But they all melt back into their cartoony cutie brain grain self. Um, which makes me think, does New Eyes, like, somehow harness the power of an innocent child's hug and fortify cereal with it? <laughs> like, is that the superpower that is... Maybe. I don't know. Okay. I... That's a thought. That's a thought to chew on. <laughs> I... <laughs> like, if it's not already Did... apparent to everybody, uh... This is a confusing ass film. There's a lot going on. <laughs> Nobody I, knows what's going on. I don't understand what New Eyes deal is. I don't like I don't think Nobody's. Now as an adult, I don't think Screw Eyes is that bad of a guy. His job is <sighs> yeah. to scare people. People pay Doing a great money job. <laughs> to go Yeah. People, go, they treat him like he's the worst person in the world because he wants to scare people. And I was like, well, yeah, people are showing up. They paid $25 yeah, in 1993 money. It is. Yeah, it totally it's is. Until his eyeball starts, uh, you know, starts doing. Controlling people. Controlling minds. people. But they don't really control people. He only does it to a dumb dinosaur. So again. That's true. I, he was. He was an okay guy the whole time. Okay. His biggest flaw probably is having children sign a contract in blood. <laughs> okay. Maybe not the greatest guy of all time. Maybe. If you just squint, he's not bad. <laughs> right. It's just like, if you overlook the uh, child blood pact that he makes, <laughs> he's crazy. We've all gotten involved with the child blood hasn't pricked a kid's finger and then signed them into a weird contract and turned them into a monkey. Come on. I'm just saying it happens. More than you think. Um, So let no bad happen. No bad has happened. And all of the dinos are healed. I'm not healed. They're like brought back to their enlightened state. Yeah, right. So this, yeah. They get brain grain actually yeah, they don't get grain they get it's they the get love of hugged. a child they get hugged. it's the love, it's of, the love a child. of a child mm-hmm. new eyes decides that this is the perfect time to come down guns blazing and save everybody very ex machina very eagles in the lord of the rings and uh yeah with the same frustration as in like you have a time traveling flying ship and you dump the dinosaurs <laughs> in the hudson I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking since he's a time traveler, maybe he like looked in the future and was like, oh. "How do I inadvertently bump off mm. my brother uh, and have like <laughs> how I'm not going to defeat him, but I'm oh, going to my let goodness. he can see he he can see everything. He's a time traveler, so he 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 gets it. So he's like, that's why this? I'm going to dump the. Uh, that's what I have to kickstart this chain of events that ends in my oh, brother dying in the spoilers. death of my the brother screw eyes dies oh, yeah. spoilers yeah. spoilers um, um this is the moment where Stubbs though finally oh like breaks himself away from new eyes and does this or screw eyes excuse me and does this whole hilarious bit oh my gosh um funniest bit like where i think he's saying like uh 
uh, if I remember right, he's saying like you can have my uh, my squeaky nose and my horn and my little tricycle and my fish and he like as he's quitting, he's handing all these things to Screw Eyes and I was laughing when he said, was... "You can have my giant clam that opens to reveal the American flag held by a mermaid and her normal brother Richard." <laughs> Good night, and then leaves. <laughs> Uh, it is perfect. The best mic. That it's is the best like mic drop leaving kind it's of. Good. Like, it's really really good. <clears throat> if I had a uh, manipulative uh, toxic ex like stuff does <laughs> with screw eyes, this is how I would want to leave. Yeah. Just like you can have all my crap and a mermaid <laughs> and her normal Bye. brother Richard. <laughs> the normal brother Richard is is the only enlightened line in this whole yeah, it's, film. Yeah, it's good. And it is pure gold. Yeah. So everybody leaves happy, happy day, and then Screw Eyes is left alone in a dark big tent. Uh, big top. And this is the moment like we were talking about the parade being like a really sticky scene yeah. in my childhood brain. This moment is terrifying yeah. to me. And this is the one that really stuck with me. So he is alone. It is pitch black except for a spotlight on him. And he is just saying this soliloquy about he's like, well, now I'm all alone and my fears are creeping in and there's nobody to hold out all these fears. And a crow flies down and lands on his head, followed by like... 20 a other dozen crows. other yeah 20 yeah. other crows that land on his body in like a t-shape cross form he's covered in crows yeah they all fly away and he's gone and like his little screw eye clinks on the ground and then a crow like blows out like the little there's like a little wisp of green magic yeah and the crow like and yeah. picks it up using gone. using <gasps> Using his lips, using like, using his crow, his crow, crow lips. lips. <laughs> now Blows we've the got spooky dust off of it, like this spooky. The bird thing. scientists. I don't know yeah, the, the word for bird scientists. The ornithologists oh. are now like, like screaming at their TV. Also, but, screw eyes now. But we were talking about how it's scary because the whole that whole scene where he's like madness is taking over and he's yes. like so scared that there's nobody there uh there's no music it's completely silent <gasps> oh my gosh you're right it's complete it's completely silent that whole scene and i think that's what makes it it that's what makes it kind it's of haunting it's really it's it's really scary right um yeah i was thinking the lighting about, yeah oh yeah yeah the lighting, the lighting is the, perfect the crows their lips <clears throat> Uh, it it's all, and then no and then no music. I was think I don't know if you ever saw the episode uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer when her mom yes. dies. Yes, that episode doesn't <gasps> have so any right. music. Any music. That's why it's so unnerving. So it same, is an unnerving episode. Same, that is true. Same spoilers. Spoilers. Her mom dies. <laughs> Again, if you were really holding Again, out for this, it's thirty years ago. It, yeah, like 28, I can't, I, I don't know when Buffy came out, but if you were really, hopefully you weren't holding out for that one. Um, yeah. But it's just if like, yeah, it's like, the fact that it's like dead silent is, 
super it is haunting. Super haunting. Um, it's creepy. And then, so after he gets, uh, yeah, after he gets uh, unalived by all these crows, um, yeah. New Eyes takes him to the the Museum of Natural History. We see takes the dinos, not the dinos, screw eyes. not screw us. Screw us is gone. Uh, he screw takes the dinos is... to uh, the. He takes him to the Museum of Natural History. Ding, ding. Close the door, and that's the way it is. That's and the way it is. That's the way. Done. It that's it. Bye. Bye. Oh no! Got rid we, of my brother. <clears throat> we revisit. We go back to Rex, talking to the bird. Oh gosh, yeah. And he Just says something him. along the lines of, as he's lifting him back up to go home to his mama bird. He's like, remember my story. And I was like, why? This <laughs> About mind control? And I, creepy circuses? Like, what? And now, what? and now this bird... Uh, is traumatized along with all of us. Right, this bird who wanted to run away from his nest now loves his mom and his family. That And that was the story. That's how I felt after I watched this movie. Oh my goodness. Is just um yeah what a wild ride yeah a sloppy a sloppy ending <laughs> the ending was Excuse sloppy <laughs> <laughs> the writing everything um but they deleted I found a deleted scene oh yeah talk about this uh of Screw Eyes kind of explaining his <coughs> his Screw Eye and he tells the story to rex and the rest of the dinos and he says when i was a boy i fell asleep by a berry bush and a berry fell on my eye and a crow came down and was like that's the berry for me and pecked it and also pecked out his eye and he says senseless yes i had done nothing to earn such a fate so ever since I've known that the world made no sense, I have acted accordingly. I have a peculiar fear of crows, so I keep them by me. I watch them with a real eye and a steel eye. I'm afraid of them, but I am their master. I am the master of my fear. And I'm so sad that they took that out because I feel, although it was a very scary scene and I probably would have, you know, added to my drama, uh, I feel like it really gives this, like, Ex explanation of like yeah what he's saying doesn't really make what he's doing doesn't really make any sense and that's why <laughs> you know and because and, uh, because even, nothing makes sense even though there. that little monologue is like pretty metal right yeah it is the real eye and steel eye line yeah really slaps i'm the master I'm of lie. my fear yeah. <laughs> but i think when he's getting eaten by crows i mean sorry just like gulp down into nothingness by they, crows. I don't even know he, what happened. They disappear him. I, yeah, <clears throat> they disappear him. It's he has which is operated. cool, but it makes no it again. <laughs> it again. Why are we trying to make sense? Yeah, nothing makes sense. This is an animated <laughs> yes. film about dinosaurs. Yes. Okay. Yes. Physicists so. are also sad. Um but it's just <clears throat> like he's afraid, but he's the master of fear. So that's like really brings like a layer to his personality that I think we really missed. You yep. know, he's able to 
control his fear by being the ringleader. No, not ringleader. Ringmaster of this fear yeah. circus. Yeah. And I think that's like therapy for him. And I think if we, he had been left alone, maybe blood packs uh, notwithstanding, he would have healed and he would have become a very level-headed person. I think, I yeah, I think that just goes back to me uh, defending defending this guy. Uh, it's, he's pretty. He's pretty cool. I, and he is pretty cool. Like uh, just the fact that like he is. Yeah, he's like the leader of a fear circus, and yeah, using fear, uh, like mastering his fear. Um, yes. It's kind of cool. Just very interesting watching it as a child to, like, as this, you know, kind of one-dimensional villain, but then being like, mm. oh, man, that guy's pretty That guy's pretty cool. I mean, <laughs> his drip is real. He's yeah, like pretty, in this, like, he's got, like, like, coattails and a top hat and, like, a freaking screw eye, which is actually kind of cool. cool. And, really like, cool. and green magic. I mean... Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't love that? I. So yeah, that's the end. You've, if you've made the it this far, and congratulations. Oh um, take a break. Grab a drink. Yeah. <laughs> um, you sign, put, sign a blood pact. Dude. You you had put some uh, reviews here. Um, I did. Yeah. What did? Which one? Or yeah. Do like two or. Do yeah. Like one or two. For sure. Uh, to here's see what other people a, have said about this. Yeah, here's by a concerned mom named Janet Maslin. <laughs> and she warns, parents seeking innocent kitty entertainment should know that the dinosaurs are drugged, the children are briefly transformed into monkeys, and the professor is eventually devoured by crows. Um, and, you know, a little bit of a spoiler, Janet, but, uh, you know, must, must be warned. I um, that was pretty uh, incredible interpretation of that movie, Janet. <laughs> yeah, I, that's that's what you got from it. Um, another one. Oh, where's this? Uh, here is a girl named Carolina, and this was off of an Amazon review. So somebody who had purchased it <laughs> off of Amazon. Um, and it's titled "Scarred for Life." She said, I remember watching this movie as a young elementary school child. At the time, it was only a minor and temporary terrifying moment in my life that quickly faded into memory. However, the fact that 10 years later is returned to disturb my subconscious thought should be a warning to seriously consider before allowing small children to view the film. So uh, she seemed like she was uh, traumatized. Traumatized. Yeah, the um, same, yeah, same boat. She's a, uh, she's a fellow real nightmarer. Um, I don't know. We don't have like a pod name for people who, who love the pod yet. Probably because this hasn't been released yet. They'll, figure, they'll figure it out. Well, they'll figure themselves out. It'll be beautiful. Um, <clears throat> here's another one from Reddit, which is always a great place oh, to find. Oh, I want to go. Wait, hold on. I want to go back to that Amazon review. Sorry, Car sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Caroline, Caroline says, 
The worst part is when the dinosaurs are reverted to primal beasts. Imagine harmless Olaf from the Disney movie Frozen <laughs> yeah. turning into a dangerous and threatening monster halfway through the film. I was like, I love it. Uh, that'd be pretty. That'd be pretty sweet. Um, uh-huh. That I just thinking of uh, Olaf just going ape shit uh, was like pretty was pretty cool. I mean, there's like that that marshmallow. Uh... Snow monster in Frozen. Oh, right. Yeah, Caroline. Yeah, Freaking Caroline. Idiot. Did you even watch Frozen? I, I But she just brought not. it up because she thought it was cool. She was re- she was writing a <clears throat> review for We're Back while her kids were watching Frozen. Exactly. Uh, she was li- she was driving. No, she's in the passenger seat. So she's only listening to it really. Oh, so. the because they're in a minivan with flip down they're in screens. The mini- uh, okay, with, okay, with okay. a flip down screen. And uh-huh, she's on her uh-huh. phone like. Yeah, on her yeah. sidekick. <laughs> 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 well, what was the other review that you wanted to get to? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this one from Blue Wren from Reddit. She said, oh, yeah. uh, or that they, mm-hmm. sorry, I'm assuming pronouns. I apologize, Blue Wren. They said, I'm pretty sure this movie began my lifelong love of brainwashing as a narrative theme. Hmm. The idea of changing someone's whole disposition with a magical serum? Yes, please. So this person seems to be in the uh, naughty boy's delight tent when it comes to brainwashing. (laughs) I, yeah, is it, uh, sure. Yeah, it's, yeah, I guess it's brainwashing. I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh. It's almost like phenomenon. It's more like mm. phenomenon, right? Where it's like yeah. instead of getting in a in a having a traumatic injury and then getting really smart, you got uh-huh. cereal. <laughs> yeah, it's like the opposite of that Will Smith movie about concussions. Yeah. Um, what was another one? Um, uh, Crow Dog seventy seven sixty eight from Reddit. Do you want to read that one, Blake? This movie, yeah, yeah. This movie is so haunting. I still think about it. I had forgotten its title for years, <clears throat> but never the dark themes of forced labor and kidnapping and the perils of zoo animals. Really heady stuff for a movie that's supposed to be steered towards children. Uh, I mean, Crow Dog's yeah. got got a point there what i what i let you know i'm thinking would i let my kids watch this movie and i i think so i don't i don't think there's Mm. anything too bad Mm. in i don't think there's anything too bad i don't know i don't know the whole point is that this (laughs) this was a movie that scared us as kids so Yes. I'm going to say no. I'm going to I'm going to say no. I would not let them watch this movie. It's intentionally scary, right? Cuz you it start is talking about like scary. you start you start talking about like uh like kids media from back then and there's stuff that I can think of that I think we'll get it to into in later episodes that is just <clears throat> like like unnerving and mm. like kind of like is not purposefully scary, but just was kind just of like uncanny, oh, yeah, yeah, uncanny yeah. valley kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Whether it was like an uncanny valley or just like the way it was animated or yeah. stuff like that. But I think it being, I would maybe like nine or ten years old. 
let mm. your kid watch let your kid mm. let your kid watch this at like nine or ten years old. I mean do I think there are better films out there to expose to your oh, nine and ten year old? Of course. Yeah. Exactly. For sure. I mean, that's what Roger Ebert said, right? Like you you yeah. you you included this. He said it was an innocuous animated kitty movie you maybe wouldn't mind seeing on Saturday morning TV. Um but it's too lightweight and flimsy for a theatrical film. Yes, there are better there are better movies out there. Um do you think oh here's a question do you think people that maybe uh people that watched it when they were kids do you think that would be fun for them to go back and watch it did you have fun oh, while you were watching it those are two really good questions i like uh the idea of finishing our podcast with would we enjoy watching it again and would hmm. we show it to our kids okay so yeah good yeah. i don't have any children but i would agree with you um <clears throat> I think maybe a nine-year-old or a ten-year-old, just because, like, mm -hmm. I think if it's any younger, you're not gonna get, you're not gonna follow this plot. I mean, I had a hard time, and I'm 30. So, like, yeah. I think, like, a nine- and ten-year-old would understand the plot, and if we could go back to Caroline one last time, yeah. Miss Disney Olaf girl, oh, her yeah, yeah, final... Yeah. Yeah, the reviewer. She says the forced transition from protagonist to antagonist is far too much for the brain of a child to begin to even comprehend or cope with. Whoa. Without the yeah, Caroline. Without the gentle and loving guidance of a well-prepared adult. I do think like having a conversation with your kid and and I think that's what a lot of millennials missed out on was just watching really dramatizing stuff and then just like parents never talking to them about it. Like you would see like terror in this movie and in like you know land before time yep. and matilda and like this yep. all these really heavy real things that kids go through maybe not blood contracts but like you know loss yeah. and my parents are too busy for me and i wish i just had a friend like these are real things that kids go through and if you just had a parent talk to you about it i think it yeah. would it would have gone down a lot easier uh it would have been a better uh, pill to swallow oh um, if we can tie it back to the brain, brain drain. drain. This um, movie, talking about this movie, the brain drain. Yes. I, look, we're not like, I don't think we're trying to like uh, cater a conversation towards adults to say like, hey, like, you know, we're not, our, our audience is not necessarily like people with kids to say, for sure, you know, for sure. I guess we're having I guess we're having the conversation of like when would it have been best for me to watch this film? Like, yes. like <laughs> and how yes. would I not have been traumatized by this? Um yes. but yeah, so uh people that did watch it as kids, would you mm -hmm. say they should go back and watch it? I mean, it's only an hour. It's only an hour. It's I would say like why the hell mom. not? Go for it. I think the hardest thing that uh, millennials are going to have when it coming to watch this film is like actually finding the film to watch it. I know oh, yeah. it was on Net Netflix a while ago, but I had a really hard time finding it. And yeah. like, as we talked about, you had a VHS and I know I haven't had it. I don't think I've ever owned a VHS I um, just machine. Just real quick. Uh, just by way of explanation, I have a uh, quite a large VHS collection at this point. He does. I he does. I go I go thrifting quite a lot to find uh, to find movies on VHS, and 
there are a lot that you will see like a bajillion times, like Monsters Inc. There is a there are literally will be like five or six copies of that at every thrift Titanic. store or Titanic <laughs> or uh, like uh, Top Gun, not Top Gun, but like there are movies mm. that you will see a billion times in a billion thrift stores. This is the first time that I've seen We're Back, and I picked up this copy. Like, I was amazed that I even found this copy. Nice. Of course, it's going to be hard to find on VHS, but to your point, like, is it on Netflix? I don't know. You you just, this might be one to to watch online. uh, Yeah, to stream online. To stream online. uh, I won't say illegally, but, like, you might... You have to get creative in how you find how you yeah how you to find all this. the to all the lawyers listening to this podcast we are not promoting piracy no 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 no, no. any no do not don't do it pirate would why? you steal a car why are you winking Kelly why <laughs> why do you remember that commercial do you, would you steal a car would you steal I, a handbag would you steal a dinosaur would you steal a <laughs> would you steal people's souls would you <laughs> sign them in the contract steal no but it was like it was an anti-pirating oh yeah no everyone knows, yeah oh yeah okay, everyone cool, knows cool. that didn't everyone know if i was that. just making stuff up cool <laughs> well i say uh we thoroughly smashed this this I great mean, like I you said baby we're, we're back we're back baby better than ever for the all right for the first time um, All right. Yeah, this was great. I yeah, I can't. I it was a, it was an hour. It was it was fun. You know, you'll definitely if you watch it before, you'll definitely have some nostalgia. There'll there'll be some yes, nostalgia, nostalgia there. There'll be some uh, maybe deeper themes that now you're a, mm-hmm. a you know full fledged adult. You can kind of yeah. Uh, you can you can kind of uh, go through some of the deeper themes in this yeah in this film, but. Yeah. I think that was a lot. I think that was a lot of fun. Um, I think it was a lot of fun. And Gen Zers, you can realize, you can kind of gain more uh, insight into why millennials are the way that they are. And maybe yeah. if you're yeah. a yeah, boomer sure. or a Gen Xer, you can be like, "Holy crap! Did I actually show that to my children?" Yeah, yes, probably. yes, you did. Yeah, probably yes, did. you did. Yeah. Um, this is why we hate you. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jeff Teza. We love you. All right, you want to sign us off, Blake? What do we do? There we go. Yeah, episode one is a wrap. That, um, yeah, like we we're gonna be going into uh, many other films and movies. Yeah, um, yeah. We would love uh, for the people out there. We would love if you would contact us. Yes. We want to start doing interviews and talking with people about the things that traumatized them. So Mm -hmm. we have. Real mm-hmm. nightmares at gmail.com. That's R E E L real nightmares at gmail.com. That's our email. Yes. Just just shoot us a quick email. Or uh, yeah. we're on Instagram, right? Yeah, we're on Instagram. Same thing, real nightmares. Um, I'm at the helm of Instagram and, and Blake's more on the email side. Yeah. So, uh, but we'd love your, if you want to talk about, we're back. We'd love to hear your insight. Um, if you want to tell us yo, that yeah. we suck. If we suck, then uh, do not email us. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um, Don't yeah, do that. Yeah, if you had You're... any of your yeah, if you had any experiences with this movie, uh, yes. and or if you wanted to, uh, you know, if you want to talk <clears throat> about a movie on an upcoming episode, we would really yes. love that. And I think that's it. I think that's it. All done right, and done. 
Have well, a great night, guys. millennials out there. Sleep well. Don't let the nightmares get you in. The... <laughs> give it up. I'm yeah. giving up. That's it. Bye. Oh, gosh. Try to be clever. Bye.